This morning we will take our devotional from uh, the Psalms of for Black Lives Reflection. And it reads Psalm 42. As the deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. I thirst for God, the living God. When can I go and stand before him? Day and night I have only tears for food. While my enemies continually taunt me, saying, Where is this God of ours? My heart is breaking, as I remember how it used to be. I walked along the crowds of worshipers, leading a great procession to the house of God, singing for joy and giving thanks amid the sound of a great celebration. Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my Savior and my God. Now I am deeply discouraged, but I will remember you. Even from the distant Mount Hermon, the source of the Jordan, and from the land of Mount Mizar, I hear the tumult of the raging seas as your waves and surging tides sweep over me. But each day the Lord pours his unfailing love upon me and through each night i sing his praises praying to god who gives me life oh god my rock i cry why have you forgotten me why must i wander in grief oppressed by my enemies their taunts my break my bones they scoff where is this god of yours why am i discouraged why is my heart so sad i will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my Savior and my God. Our need for the for God is like a deer's thirst for water, irresistible. The psalmist underscores this point in verse 2 saying, I thirst for God, the living God. Where can I go and stand before him? There's a 
core image of survival and human dependence on God that bursts from this psalm. As plants need sunlight, as fire needs oxygen, so humans need God. The hunt for transcendence, even when God isn't directly involved, finds expression in the arts, in nature, and even in politics. It cannot be avoided, only repressed and then only for a moment. As a deer longs for the stream, so our souls long for God. An aesthetic reading of this song strengthens our attachment to God by focusing on the beauty, the joy, and emotional pull of our communion with our Creator. The psalmist surveys history and memory to unearth the pleasures of worship. In verse 4, the psalmist reflects, I remember how it used to be. I walked among the crowds of worshipers, leading a great procession to the house of God, singing for joy and giving thanks amid the sound of a great celebration. Joyful singing, giving thanks, and spirited celebrations are not actions done out of obligation. Instead, this behavior reflects a surge of enjoyment in a group of people who are savoring the presence of God. Articulating the love of God in our hearts helps us to trust, listen, and follow the Lord more deeply. This is a principal goal of the spiritual life for Christians. Let your heart, informed by this psalm, tilt your being towards God. Let God's power emerge within you. In the fitting words of the psalmist declare that each day the Lord pours his failing, unfailing love upon me and through each night I sing his songs praying to God who gives me life. So take a cue from the psalmist. Consider your emotional history with God. What images best describe your religious experiences? What, what feelings come to mind? Joy and awe, hurt and pain or something else? As individuals living within what Audre Lorde once called an anti-erotic society, articulating our emotional relationship with God is a almost theologically rebellious practice that reclaims the heart and the affections of our justice imagination. So this week, set aside 10 minutes to create your own word cloud, comprise of words and phrases that capture your emotional connection to God. Just a bunch of different words that you would throw out to tell you, that tells you how you feel, what you've been through, but how you are emotionally connected with God. And then sit, sit just like the deer. Understanding that we need God and what that means for each and every one of us today and forevermore. Let us pray. God, we thank you. We thank you for waking up this morning. We thank you for breath in our bodies. We thank you for all that you have done for us. God, we thank you. We thank you, God, that you continually love us enough to give us the water, to give us the sunlight, to, to give us all of our natural needs, God, that, that you sought it, that you know what we need and that you gave us the ability that you made it happen that you spoke life into us that you did exactly what it is that we needed you to do 
So God, we ask that you continue to sit with us in the moments when we feel like we don't have it, in the moments when we are desiring things that are not your will. God, sit with us in the moments when we don't know which direction to go in. Sit with us in the moments when we have list and list of questions. Sit with us when we, we're not sure of what's happening in the world. God, we're not sure what's happening even in our world. God, just sit with us in the moments when we get discouraged, in the moments when we get overwhelmed, in the moments when we have anxiety, God, sit with us. Sit with us to remind us that if you gave the deer water when the deer was thirsty, that you will also nourish and give us water in the midst of our own thirst. So God, we pray for those who, who are sitting in spaces discouraged, that are sitting in spaces asking questions, that are sitting in spaces wondering what to do next, God, that are sitting in spaces that are weary, God, right now we ask that you strengthen, that you answer questions, that you uh, talk to people differently in, in this life, God. We just ask that you move. You move so that your will is done, that your will is done on earth, God. We ask that you move us in such a way that we know, God, that it was you. So, God, we thank you. God, we praise you and we lift you up. For it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Everyone have a great day. You too. Thank you.